Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Who Says. My name is Jennifer, and I am here with two of my favorite ladies in the world, Deanna and Tatiana. Hi, you guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. So I'm doing a little deviation from what we were planning on talking about. I think it'll sneak its way back in. I alluded to this on our last call that I was taking a program. I don't remember if I said the name of it, Positive Intelligence. I'm wrapping up the program, and so I thought, well, in a couple more weeks, let's do an episode about that. It's very interesting. I definitely want to talk about it. And then what happened is uh, my mood went into the crapper a couple days ago, and I just have been like, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do anything. Life sucks. What was me? All of that business. So I was like, oh, this is not great timing because I am up to host our next episode and I am not feeling it. <laughs> I'm not feeling positive. I'm not feeling empowered. I don't know what to do. Um, I don't want to be fake. And so as happened the last time I hosted, and we are I hope- not fake here. So you get no, the real deal here. <laughs> oh, yes. Enjoy the realness. I realized this happened the last time that I was hosting. I don't know if this is going to be a pattern. Who knows? But I <laughs> I am one to wear my heart on my sleeve. I often am TMI about stuff. So I'm like, well, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So enjoy. You know, I just realized, listen, this is definitely something people can relate to. When I kind of get down into the, the swirl of negativity of just hitting that wall, I definitely come at it a couple of different ways. One, it's like, no, 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 I've been doing good. This is not okay. This is bad timing. Why, what am I doing here again? Like something is, something must be wrong. Wanting to fix it and then also not wanting to fix it. And that's the latter part is where I have been, um, which is, yeah, I'm just going to wallow in this because you know what? Life is hard right now. Life does feel kind of shitty and. I have all the proof in the world and I'm just going to, I'm going to hang out here for a little bit. And I checked out last night was a couch potato for like three, four hours. And I was like, I'm just trying to escape. It never quite works. I don't know if you guys have this experience, but if I'm really in it and then I, Oh, I'll watch a movie. I'll watch some reality shows. I'll do something to distract myself. I mean, I'm never a hundred percent distracted. It's always there in the back of my head. Just like, like a little vampire, you know, like I don't forget that I'm upset and and bothered, but I just tried to numb myself a bit and then thought maybe I'll wake up in a better place. Sometimes that happens. I try to remind myself this is temporary. This is not the rest of your life. (laughs) When you're really deep in it of just things suck, it's hard to feel like you're ever going to come out of it or at least anytime soon. And sometimes it's more of a a day thing, a night thing. And my sister and I will tell each other, you know, things will look better in the morning when the, when the sun's out. But I definitely woke up and I was still on it. I was still choosing to be on it and irritated and, and ornery. And then it got, it just got to be a bit much, even though I felt really righteous about how I was feeling and I wanted people to agree with me. There was also this part that was not wanting to just stay there because I was feeling really fatigued and exhausted. And so I decided to look at my toolbox. What could I throw at this? You know, 
And so I tried a couple of things and it definitely helped. I'm, and I'm in a much more calm state, but fortunately, because I was about to send you guys a voice message earlier where I just like laid it all out and basically said, should we reschedule? I don't want to just be like raging on an episode. I don't know that that's on brand, but what spoke to me was just honoring that we're human. This is something that I'm going through. I don't want to shame myself around it. I thought I would take it as an opportunity to be like, can I shift anything with the things that I know to do? And it did shift somewhat. And one of those things was what I learned in the positive intelligence program. So we're kind of coming full circle. So I just thought it would be something interesting to talk about, to bring some acknowledgement and normalization to when your mood just goes in the crapper and you're just kind of hating life and you're feeling really stuck. And you kind of can't see your own way out. And maybe sometimes you don't want to see your way out in that moment. Like it kind of feels good to be cranky about it and bitchy about it. Well, I'll speak for myself. I'll I'll see what you guys have to say if you're if you're there with me Um, or if you have other experiences when you have those bad days. So right now, the working title of our episode is who says you can't have a bad day. And you know what? Nobody says you can't. I was kind of telling myself, like, get over it, move on. You know, you know enough. But listen, life's happening to us constantly. And I just hit a wall from time to time. Sometimes it's every couple of weeks. Sometimes I'm doing pretty good for a couple months. But yeah, I call it hitting my wall. And then I kind of identify it as maybe also a little bit of burnout when I want to retreat and not deal with people and not hear anybody. I can tell that something else is probably going on too. But first, I just get really on it until I have a little bit more bandwidth to kind of investigate. So everything's an opportunity. And today, the opportunity is that I will share about my experience. I'll ask you guys about how things go for you. It's totally perfect that we're talking about this, you know, because our listeners probably experience crappy days too. And maybe they will hear themselves and in, in what we share, what you've shared even thus far. But yeah, I have those days too. And um, I'm interested to hear what tool or what, what you experienced recently in your course that helped you. Obviously, you know, we have a lot of tools in our tool belt to pull from. And sometimes we just don't want to. Sometimes it does feel good to just feel it feel those feels and want to be right. That is so my thing. I will speak for myself on that one. I just want to be right. And something happened to me recently and I was stuck on it as well. Stuck on it to the point where I couldn't sleep. I woke up in the middle of the night and I thought of this thing that happened and I, it was just, I felt slighted. I felt like, what the hell? I just was, and for me, When I get into that, I like to talk about it and I like to share about it and then I can kind of move on. But this thing was just like, it. I just kept, woke up in the middle of the night and I just kept replaying what had happened over and over. And, you know, the next morning I was like saying it to Aaron because Aaron was there with me. It happened to us together and we were both like, what the hell is going on? And so I brought it up again. I was like, this is what woke me up. He's like, Wow. And cause that doesn't typically happen with me. 
but this thing just really got me. So I'm really interested, you know, to hear about what tool helped you get past that because, ooh, and I can share in detail about what happened to me because it was, ooh, it was about wine and you don't mess with my wine. So. <laughs> oh, I am so intrigued. We definitely need to hear that story. Oh, I'm 100% ready to hear all of that. And I will just, I mean, I'll just say, I'll just hop on the bandwagon. I'll hop on the train. I think my my girlfriends and I from college, we call it our, when do you want to be on an island day? And we used to joke back in the day, you know, like it was that long ago, but we used to joke about it in college when we were having like a really tough time, usually around finals or something. We're like, I'm ready to be on an island. I would like to purchase an island that has no people on it, uh, that can only have me on it. I would like that. And Friday was my day for wanting to be on an island, not near any humans, just living by myself because I was really, really over it. And I was very on it about just being very angry and being like, well, not, I don't know if what was me is really it. I was really just angry at everything and everyone. And, you know, mine, contrary to Deanna, I don't want to talk about it when I'm in it. I actually just want people to go away. I want everything to go away. And I would like to just be curled up in a ball somewhere alone so I can just be with whatever I need to be with. Uh, because I'm pretty sure if I open my mouth to someone in that state, fire may actually come out. So I'm just trying to protect everyone uh, in the situation, in the vicinity when I get in that space. So I'm really excited that you brought this up so vulnerably and so authentically because I'm 100% sure our listeners experience days, weeks, situations where they're like, what the F just happened? And then it just lingers, right? Sometimes it just stays with us. And sometimes you can't rationalize yourself out of that. Sometimes you can't toolkit yourself out of it. And sometimes you just have to sit there and be with whatever there is to be with. So I'm excited that we're talking about this so openly and honestly, and hopefully folks can get something out of it or hear themselves in it and get a little clarity and perspective. Yeah. All right. I love that you guys are along for the ride. We'll, we'll dive always, in. Always. 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 <laughs> Every time. <laughs> so much love. Well, so I'll start with Deanna says she moves through things talking through like that really helps. And then Tatiana, I don't know what helps you like move on if it is just kind of being in your head and thinking through things and just having that time. I'm in the middle. My first instinct is to retreat and to deal with it. I'll withdraw. I will turtle, which is just like cut off reaching out. If people are in communication with me, I'm like, eh, I'll I'll text them back later. Like I just, I don't want to be in the mix of anything. I just want to kind of oftentimes be in my pity party of one. And I go to a woe is me place, which lately has also been attached to some rage. Now, listen, I don't, <laughs> I think Deanna, would you say you might have some like uh, unresolved anger issues? I do. I do. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me. It might be hormones. I don't even know, but I just, I feel like lately in the last handful of months, or I'm sure it's been longer than that, where sometimes I'm like, oh dear God, what am I? I'm like raging out, just like really frustrated. Maybe the, there's probably a lot of frustration underneath. So I'll kind of get to that place. And when it's, when it's bad, I don't really want to talk too much about it unless it's maybe I'm texting my sister and just venting. But I, I tend to retreat a lot of times. I find that when I do reach out, things start to usually move a little bit more when I'm just not left alone because sometimes I just stay on it. Like that's my choice. I'm, I think I'm better now about 
choosing more quickly to get off of it. And oftentimes what that has looked like is me reaching out to people to have a coaching call or to just share. I know it has always helped when I would finally reach out to you guys and do an audio message. That's kind of our thing. If we're really wanting to be on an island, we will sort of share that verbally with each other. And it just kind of starts to release things and kind of create space for being heard and understood and to get that compassion. So that tends to be when things start to shift. But initially, I just kind of lock it down. And I'm like, this having sucks, whatever, I'm just going to like clock out right now. I'm, I'm sure it'll get better, you know, what have you. So today, there is like a number of things that that helped me. The first thing, I don't know that this is necessarily help, but I was like, oh, you know what? Let me share with my husband because he's always been somebody that I will vent to. I, he can be great in a crisis. He could be great when I'm on things and it doesn't always work out. Today, it didn't quite work out. We have gotten to the point where he's better at remembering this than me, where after I shared, he said, what do you want? Because he started to say something and then stopped. And I said, oh, what did you want to say? I'm, I'm curious. He's saying something like what I heard is blah, blah, blah. But he caught himself and he's like, what do you want to hear? You know? And I was like, uh, I wasn't entirely sure, but I didn't want advice of you should just do A, B, and C. I was clear about that. wasn't really sure. And so he shared and I realized, man, that wasn't really it either. <laughs> that wasn't really what I wanted to hear. We didn't really get anywhere. Um, I think he felt frustrated because this is not an isolated incident and he just wants me to, to be in a better headspace. And I felt frustrated because I wanted to feel better. I wanted him to make me feel better. So I took myself out of the apartment. I got some needed outdoor time. Nature is something that I tend to forget is really important to me and not just being outdoors, but being in nature. So that's something that I've really, really been yearning for lately and I haven't accomplished. I mean nature like I can't see a building, I can't see cars, I can't hear cars, and hopefully I can't see or hear people. That takes something, you know, in the DC area. And so I sometimes realize like that's what I need right now. But at the very least to to feel the wind on my face, to feel the sunshine, those things are important to me. So I'm like, let me get myself out of the apartment. Let me do some errands. Let me just maybe go to this one park that I like. I had a couple calls that had to happen. And while I really wanted to tell these people today no longer works, you know, kind of kick it down the road, I realized, you know what, it could provide me something. Because what I realize also helps me sometimes when I'm really in my head, particularly in my head, maybe not like crazy upset is, if I have a work call, if I need to be on the phone with somebody, I have to get out of my head and be with somebody else. It really makes a difference, even though I so don't want to do it. And I want to avoid communication and meetings and being with people. So the fact that this, it was sort of already pre-scheduled, I was like, just, just do it. It might actually help. And it did help. I got to reconnect with a coaching friend of mine. And then I went to this park that I really like. They have these swinging benches, which I am an uber fan of. And it's usually a little bit quiet in the middle of the day. So I went there and I realized, you know what? I have these tools, primarily transcendental meditation, which I've talked about in the past on the episodes. I haven't really been that consistent with it lately. Definitely did not really happen this weekend. And I'm thinking, you know, 
if I'd been more consistent, maybe I wouldn't have taken such a deep dive. I don't know, but it was just something that came up. And then inside of the positive intelligence program, we're building muscles. I'll share a little bit more about that. But I just want to say there are these PQ is short for positive intelligence, just like emotional intelligence is EQ, brain intelligence is IQ, right? So it's like playful. So PQ is positive intelligence and there's reps and it's to build these muscles around things that we're learning. Done either of those things in a while. So I did a five minute video where I listened to it for these PQ reps. And then I followed it with a 20 minute TM, which is the meditation. And I just started to calm down. What I realized is, and is the really the whole point around positive intelligence is to create space, to train yourself with new neural pathways. So the default for everybody is to go to that negative place, be on the lookout for risk, for danger. We're in survival mode. We are judging ourselves terribly and everything around us, right? That is what we do as a human being. That's what you learn in, in the positive intelligence book. It's like a best-selling book, but there's also this program that I'm taking. And it's about learning about your judge, learning about these saboteurs. And it's all in labeling the negative thoughts and just that strong neural pathway that we have to go there. That's how I'll, I'll coin it, go there. Saboteurs, there's avoider, there's victim, there's hypervigilant, there's controller. That's one of my favorites. Stickler. There's nine of them. So I've learned about it. And so PQ reps are the thing that you do to train yourself to stop thinking when the judge and the saboteurs are on fire and to create space to take a different perspective, which inside the program is called the sage perspective. And that's where compassion shows up. That's where curiosity shows up. And I realized that even with the TM, it is something that helps me become more present It's a way to kind of interrupt the thought pattern. So that's what really helped. And the PQ reps, what it looks like is you just utilize one of your five senses. So it helps you kind of get present. So the thing that I like to share with people, because it's it's become my go-to, is you rub two fingertips together so intently that you can feel the ridges on your fingers. Like you can feel your fingerprints. And so you're that focused on the sensation of rubbing your fingertips together. There's also closing your eyes and noticing what the farthest sound is, noticing what the the closest sound is. Again, utilizing your senses, honing in to shift you out of stop your thinking and move into something else. Because at the end of the day, the things that I've been upset with, the things that I've felt angry with is just how life is looking. We're trying to find a new home We're still dealing with the fertility stuff. My mom has health challenges. I want to live near my sister. Finances, of course. And so when I hit my wall, it's because I am just thinking about how things are supposed to be, how they should be, all the action I'm taking, and I'm not effing getting anywhere. And there's construction outside, and all I want is some peace, and I just want to find a new home. And I'm doing all the things, and it's not working. And there's a summary of like me sort of falling off the cliff, right? And it's just, and then I add this on and then I add this on because I want to be really righteous about life sucks right now. And I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do and it's still not working out. Whereas all these other people, they're just lucky and look at all the stuff that's happening for them. Why can't that be me? There you go. That's in a nutshell, what's been running through my head. And there hasn't been anything to interrupt me out of it. And so today that's what worked. And it's, 
kind of a combination of a number of things. And I don't always want to get off of it. I don't always choose those tools. And I let myself be upset for a while. You know, this was kind of like a slow progression. And because I wasn't tapping into the tools that I, I know, and I wasn't maintaining this consistency, this showed up. It's a great learning experience. I'm not perfect. I don't think I'll ever be in a place where I'm meditating 100% every day and I'm doing my PQ reps every day the way I'm supposed to. So be it. I'm human. I, I'm fine with that. So I just saw it as a learning experience, some practice. And I can feel, even in this moment, wanting to backslide a bit, wanting to get a little bit righteous again. And that's fine. I once had a coach tell me, you can be on it. That's not a problem. You can also say how long you're going to be on it. You can say, you know what? I'm going to be on it and kind of pissed off for the next 30 minutes or the rest of today. You're allowed. We're all allowed. That gave me permission. So I gave myself that allowance. And then I was just starting to feel a little bit fed up and concerned about the recording tonight. <laughs> so I felt like I probably should do something. So anyway, there's my my rant. Those were the tools that I picked up today. I love that. I, I heard recently about bringing yourself to the present moment when you are experiencing that. And that totally slipped my mind when I was in my um, downward spiral <laughs> the other day about wine. But <laughs> I love that. And specifically, I did hear about pressing your fingertips together to be present, to feel every ridge of your fingerprint. Um, now I recently got my fingerprints done for this new job that I'm taking and I have zero fingerprints. So I don't know how your fingerprints like <laughs> feel, <laughs> but I was like, wow, that was really cool. Mine are very, very smooth. So I can just kind of like focus on that. I love how that is such a tool that you can do anytime in any moment and you don't have to be even closing your eyes. Really? I mean, if you're out and about, which I was out and about, we went to this festival and we spent more than what we wanted to spend on just even buying tickets to the just admission to this festival. It was a beer beer festival and they had wine. So I, I can't drink the beer because I just found out that I have a gluten intolerance. And plus, I don't even really like beer. So I was like, I'm fine with not drinking the beer, but they have a wine tasting as well. So I'll just get the ticket and do the wine. And so we bought the ticket and here the wine wasn't included. And so I'm like, I legit can't, I can't drink the beer. I don't want the beer, but I, I like can't drink it. And they're like, well, um, you have to pay for another wine ticket. I was like, I already paid for the beer ticket. Can't you just give me the wine tickets? It's the same price. It's the same price. No, we can't do that. Y'all? You want to talk about the hidden anger issues I have, apparently? It comes up for me like frustration. Like I was so frustrated, so frustrated. And that on my wheel of emotion that I got from my therapist, <laughs> that is anger. Deep down, it's it's anger. We left there and I was just was incomplete. I was incomplete with my participation in the beer fest just just upset days later i'm still having like thoughts about it and being woken up and not being able to go to sleep because i am incomplete about what happened i paid a lot of money and i couldn't even 
Yeah. So just all that. I love that we have these tools. And like you said, sometimes you just feel like being in that swirl, the frustration of it. Cause you're right. Cause I'm right. I'm right. Like I should have, they should have honored what I was saying and they should have just given me the wine tickets. It was, I'm a paying customer. So I just, and I'm still in it, you know, like I'm still like, you know, not to the point where like it's gotten better, you know, obviously I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was interesting. I like that tool of bringing yourself to the present moment. Thanks for sharing that. You are very welcome. Um, You can come up with other things, you know, to do like, so in the middle of the night, right. And you're raging out. And I totally understand because you're just going over. You're like, that was unfair. That was unfair. Maybe if I'd said this or they should have done this. Yeah. Yeah. You're right back in there. And it's out. What I was really focusing on really was, did I buy the wrong ticket? Like, what did I do wrong Mm. that possibly I could have done right? Because I I always am like, it's my fault. Like, Mm. I'm the first person to blame. You know, like, that's where I go. I don't usually go to like, it's your fault or someone else's fault. I go to like, well, I fucked it up. Like I did it wrong. So my mind, when I woke up in bed at 2 a.m. and was like, where on the website did I miss the wine ticket? And so I'm going back through my, my, my memory of standing in the middle of this festival, trying to buy a ticket and feeling the pressure of like trying to buy it. Cause we wanted, I was getting Aaron a ticket too. And I was like pressured to, and I was like, well, I just did it maybe too fast. And I wasn't looking at all the options. Just like adult with child special ticket, adult with two children special ticket. Maybe I missed something. Literally at 2 a.m. I'm going back through trying to find where it, the event is over. It's been two days. The event is closed. <laughs> like, Vienna, move on. <laughs> oh, my God. I can so relate to that. When you feel that there has been a wrong done, it's sometimes really hard to get over. You get really fixated on that. Yeah. Like, what did I not see? Like, what did I miss so that I won't miss it again? And it's my fault. And I couldn't make it right. Like I didn't, I didn't get what I ultimately wanted. So, yeah. Well, I think if you had found, oh, okay, you know what? I totally missed that. They were in the right. You could let it go. I think you were looking for a way to closure. To just complete it. Yeah. For me to be like, okay, well now I know next year, next year we're not going. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Screw them. You have lost and, two customers. You know, it's like, why didn't I ask the question? You know, like, oh, why man. didn't I, you know, there's all if the whole only, like reliving. If I just, when we went to go get our bracelet and our little tasting cup, it was on the tip of my tongue to be like, this includes the wine, right? Like just, oh, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ask because I was like, yeah. of course it they is. would have special wine bracelets. They would have special, nothing was different. When I got up to the wine, these they were like, "Where's your ticket?" And I'm like, "Was it for what <laughs> ticket? No." And I started to like no, nobody sweat, told and me. I was like, "What? Just give me a piece of wine, like?" <laughs> no, you need you need your wine ticket. You're supposed to get the wine ticket, mm. and that's when it started. I saw red, and then I was like, <laughs> "It was all downhill." <laughs> but it's good to have these tools. It's also good to identify what it is for you. What it, cause for me, it's like that kind of stuff. 
where I did something wrong, I missed something, and it's something like that 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 wakes me up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep. I'll be able to kind of let it go for a little while, and then it'll just kind of creep back up. So it's like those type of things where it sounds like, Jennifer, for you, it's like just a building on all the things in life that's just not working out and not and another thing and then this thing and like you're done. You're just like, it's too, it's, I'm tapped out. I'm done. No more, no more people, no more nothing. But for me, it's different because I, I fixate on one thing, just that one thing. I don't even bring in other shit that's going wrong or like anything else that's happening in my life. It's just that one thing that gets me. So it's it's interesting to hear like what maybe our listeners can relate to me or you, or maybe it's a combination of both of us. But, you know, it'd be interesting to hear like what other people experience that has them check out or frustrated or angry or whatever. What perpetuates the bad day? Well, I'm curious what Tatiana has to say, but I wanted to clarify, I have both experiences. I definitely can be set off with something happens and then I'm obsessed about it and I keep re, I, yeah, I keep rethinking it. And sometimes what happens is that's the start of it. And then I get really righteous and frustrated. And then I start piling on because you know what? (laughs) If I'm going to be right about that, then I'm going to be right about life just sucks in general because of this and that over here. This was a little (laughs) bit more of like a more gentle or slow, I guess, accumulation. But I am right there with you. I definitely have the thing where if I feel like something did not go the way that it was supposed to and there's this big impact and there's upset, that I'm rethinking how it could have gone, maybe something I could have said. Should I go and say something? You know, it just kind of, that's like Pandora's box right there. Yeah. Yeah. Tatiana, I never really know where you're going to come in. Sometimes I feel like you're going to just say something we've never heard about. I know. It's like, where's the gold? (laughs) Oh, you never know. Where's that rebel? Well, I was going to say it's kind of funny. I think that where I am in that is both of you, or maybe it's all how all people see things or whatever. But at least while you were sharing, I was like, where do I land on this spectrum? But I think how I can break it down is when I get really flustered or angry or righteous is when it's something external that has occurred. Like I had been wrong from something that happened outside of me. So like in your scenario, Deanna, I would have probably flipped the table um, and then drank all their wine because the table was available. Um, I would have so close. (laughs) I would have lost it. That would have been a really hard. um, Thank goodness I meditate and y'all are lucky that I meditate moment because I'm really ready to be righteous about that. Or if somebody tells me something that has happened to them and I, from an HR perspective, I'm like, that shouldn't have happened. Here's what you need to do. Here's the steps that you need to take or In that scenario, I'm really vocal and very loud and rah-rah. But on the flip side, when I do get really quiet or when I tend to like just shut the world off is when I feel like there are things that I can change or I did something wrong or I internalize things. Like for my scenario on Friday, what really started the spiral was like me just thinking about the difference between how my boyfriend was raised, how his parents interact with him and how my parents are with me and how we were raised. Drastically different scenarios. And I played the like, what if game? Um, Like, what if my life were like this? Maybe I could be president or could I just have been that anyway? And I'm not tapping into my own potential or maybe I'm not enough for, you know, there were just a whole bunch of questions, but for me to address. So that's when I got really quiet. And that's when I internalized and turtle and wish I could be on my own island. So I have both available. 
at any point in time. But I think while you guys were sharing, I was like, where are the scenarios? Where's the difference? And that's the breakdown difference for me is in this case, there was so much, maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I could be doing more. Maybe I just haven't overcome whatever I need to do. Maybe I need to find another class or heal something else or do something different. What I will say is what finally got me out of the the, the space was my boyfriend's real great. He'll, he'll come and be like, you were really quiet. Uh, cause I, I'm a talker. And when I don't talk, you should be concerned. Something is, is a ruin. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like, you've been really quiet all day. And I'm like, mm, yes. He's like, are you, are you thinking about things? I'm like, I am. It's like, I'm gonna just let you sit there and then walks away. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is what I need, right? That's, that's, I was like, thank you. That's, I'm good. Then, well, he did ask. He's like, well, do you want to talk about it? I was like, I had, I don't. And then later on in the evening, I was still in my, in my swirl and in my space. And I just still wasn't in a space to be talking about whatever I was dealing with. Cause I hadn't, I hadn't figured it out. But over the weekend, I had a chance to compact some things, meditated on it. And when I finally realized what was going on, I was actually able to share this with my boyfriend. And what I had remembered from one of our classes was you do. And I think, um, I don't know if Jennifer, you mentioned it or if Deanna, if you mentioned it, but you actually just get to choose how you want to feel. And what I needed to do or that I hadn't done or that I could try on is I'm choosing that where I am is where I am and where I'm not is where I'm not. So I'm choosing that I have what I have. I'm choosing my job. I'm choosing my life I'm, as it is. And I'm choosing it as it isn't. And that actually gave me a lot of freedom and space. And then I shared that. And then I shared that with my, my boyfriend. I'm like, this is what I'm dealing with. This is where I'm at. I'm choosing this. And it, it like felt like a ton was lifted off my shoulders. Just this massive weight was just lifted in sharing that and then just choosing to choose it, I guess. Just remembering that I had that tool in my toolbox. It just freed me up. It didn't completely get rid of everything, right? There's still stuff that I need to deal with. Thank goodness for my therapist walking through all of the things that I need to go through and having that space to do that is fantastic. But it just made things so much easier to deal with instead of me just continuing the swirl into the rest of the week. So if that hope helps anyone, awesome. If not, awesome. Try anything else on that you um, have to share. But um... That helped me. <laughs> Thanks for the okay. reminder on choosing, <laughs> choosing the stuff and just choosing it. And I choose what happened to me. I don't know. And maybe there is, obviously there's a reason it happened, right? Maybe something for me to share about that. Maybe not. I don't know. But choosing it is one way to powerfully accept and deal with what happened. And then maybe you'll see why it happened, right? You can't really see it if it's got you and you're a victim by it. And it's like, not fair and bad. All the things that we love, right? I'm right. And why didn't they give me the wine tickets? Come on. I just can't (laughs) see it. I'm the right. I'm right. But choosing it is so powerful. So I choose it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I choose it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you sound so convinced to. on that. You're like, I suppose. I guess but it's like, I'll choose it. <laughs> the thing that like, the other thing that my boyfriend and I go back to a lot too is what we talked about very early on. Our OG initial recording was like, comparison is the thief of joy. And that's where I, I was right back there. And I think it was the Buddha quote that I'm going to probably mess up, but all suffering comes from us not being grounded in reality, thinking that things aren't the way that they are and getting back to this is the way that my life looks like. And here is what it doesn't look like was just like, oh yeah, huh? I am letting the shoulds get in there. I am feeling like things are not fair. It's not even a matter of fair or not fair. 
it is and it isn't. So yeah, it's life be lifing. <laughs> when are we doing an episode on Byron Katie? Oh, oh my gosh. Soon. Oh. <gasps> I'll do it next, oh. the next time when I host. Yay. Next one. Yeah, because that was the whole thing about, yeah, that you're not in reality. Yeah. And like her big question, that's really, is that true? Because we're like, it happened. happened. So in the end, you're like, no, it shouldn't have happened like that. How it should have gone is this. And then the question that comes back is, is that true? Yeah, that's mind blowing. Tatiana, I loved everything that you said from the distinction what's the difference in when I am vocal or when I kind of retreat and you're right when it's, when it's my stuff and it's personal and it's internal and it's my hangups, I'm like, Nope, it's for me to figure out. And when I've been wronged, Oh, everybody's going to know. And it takes something for me to share about the internal stuff. If it's been lingering for a while, I'm like, clearly I need somebody else to help pull me out of this. So that was brilliant. And then the choosing, yeah, all of, do it right now. Like I choose my life the way it is and the way it's not, you know, and Ooh, I got a little bit of a goosebump situation, but I'm also like with you, Deanna. Okay, fine. I choose it. (laughs) Whatever. You know, that's, (laughs) that's our resignation about it. Just having so many tools. Fine, fine. I'll do it. I'll take that on. Thank you. That, that was so brilliant. We could absolutely talk about this forever. Let's dive back into this at another time. But I'll leave you with this, and this comes from the Positive Intelligence Program. Deanna, I mentioned the sage perspective. We have our saboteurs and our judge, and then the PQ reps stop the thinking, and then you can choose to move into the sage perspective. And the perspective, if you want to believe it and buy into it, it's an option, is that there is a gift and opportunity in everything. And if that's true then we actually don't have to worry about whether what we want to happen happens or if we get another outcome because it's always going to be a gift. That's in a very nice nutshell. I love that. Mm-hmm. So the That's challenge fantastic. in the game is, and I'll leave you with this because I know we need to wrap, is Deanna, I, I challenge you to come up with three ways what happened at the beer and wine event, how that was a gift or an opportunity. And you have to come up with three. I got to spend a really awesome day with my husband. It was super fun. I got to actually share what was going on with me. Um, Third one, third one, third one. Maybe I just didn't need the wine. <laughs> eh, I'm not. Tatiana's <laughs> not buying it. I didn't need the alcohol. Look at how outside the box that was. I love that. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It's those all. Those are those are what was I love it. I love it. There's another thing. If you want to want to play that game, if you're really on it with something that happened, it's you know if you're willing to step into that, everything is a gift or an opportunity. Try to come up with three ways. Thank you to everybody for spending your time with us. I hope this was valuable. I hope it provided something. Thank you for having me not be alone in my my weekend and how things have been going. Thank you for your listening and for allowing me to be vulnerable. I so appreciate the opportunity to just be heard and understood. We'd love to hear from you. So hit us up at who says the podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. So stay tuned for that and have an awesome day. 
よ。バイ。バイ